what's going on? You're listening to the Niagara Moon Podcast. I'm Thomas Irwin. It's first day of May, and uh, I'm pretty happy about the episode we have for this week. I talked to uh, Josh Mitchell, a.k.a. Moose, a.k.a. Punk Cover Moose. This guy's doing something pretty interesting. I'd known about him for a while. We're both in a... uh, a uh, particular Facebook group for musicians um, who are doing stuff online. This guy's doing a lot of interesting stuff online. So take your favorite pop rock song from, let's say, anywhere from the late 60s to the early 80s. Maybe it's been in a Marvel movie or two. Uh, it's it's on the radio a lot. You know, your, your classic hit. And imagine that redone uh, as a pop punk song with one person playing all the parts and singing all the, uh, the harmonies and filming himself doing so. And he's got a kind of comedic bent to it. That's punk cover Moose in a nutshell. I don't know how many covers he's done by this point. I think he goes into that in our uh, conversation, but he's done everything from Huey Lewis's Power of Love, Steve Miller Band's uh, The Joker, Come On Eileen by Dexy's Midnight Runners, just to name a few. He's a really nice guy, really hardworking. I admire his uh, dedication. I think it's a pretty cool thing to put out there. Uh, The videos are very entertaining. I really do suggest you check it out if this sounds like your thing. Um, So I got the chance to uh, chat with him over Skype. It was a very fun conversation. Um, To get you in the mood, though, I'll play a little bit of uh, one of his older covers. This is uh, the song Come and Get Your Love by Redbone, like you've never heard it before. Come and get your love Come and get your love Come and get your love All right man Cool I think, oh, let me let me turn on my camera here Hopefully my my battery oh, doesn't there die There you are Hey <laughs> Nice to What's meet up, you man? Yeah nice to meet you too thanks for for having me on man this is really cool Totally. Yeah. I, um, as I said, I saw your, uh, videos here and there, you know, over the last few months and I'm always like, Oh, you know, I'm not necessarily like a pop punk person per se, but I see like what you're doing and, um, (laughs) hear how you, you cover everything yourself. I'm like, wow, this is really cool. That's really interesting what this guy's doing. Well, thanks man. Yeah. And where are you, uh, based out of, you said Uh, Southern Pennsylvania or something? southwestern pennsylvania yeah like near pittsburgh we, okay pittsburgh area yeah yeah well, i've never been out to pittsburgh i'm kind of curious what it's like out there but i do have a lot of family in philadelphia so i'm definitely um cool been to this tri-state area a bunch yeah i like i like philly a lot we went there last summer we took my daughter to the sesame street place um oh. It's kind of weird. Like, I don't think a lot of people realize how big the state is. How wide it is, it's, yeah. Yeah, because it was, I lived in Florida for a while, and it's it's that way too, but it's not wide, it's long. So, like, I lived near Orlando for a while, and then, like, friends would hit me up. I'm like, hey, man, I'm in Miami. We should hang out. And I'm like, that's, like, 10 hours away. <laughs> it's, like, three, the equivalent of three northeast states away. Yeah. <laughs> so, are you, uh, you're from Pittsburgh area originally, or you grew up in Florida? No, I'm I'm uh, I'm from Pittsburgh. Yeah, I actually my uh, my neighbor 
which I, I kind of live in this weird spot where, uh, so I live in the house that's right on the street, and then there's like an apartment behind my house. We have the same address, but it's like a different apartment numbers, even though they're not apartments. They're like two separate houses. Hmm. Um, the the house apartment or whatever behind me is where I actually grew up. <laughs> I like grew up there, and then I pretty much just moved out. I moved to Columbus, Ohio when I was 18, and then I just moved and traveled everywhere until I was probably 25 or 6 or something like that. And then I ended up back here. <laughs> okay, so you lived all over for a while. Uh, Kind of. To me, it was just because I grew up pretty much generally in the same place, you know. So, like, I, I lived in Columbus for a while, like, around around the Columbus area, um, two different places there. I, I lived near Chicago for a while, and I lived in and around the Orlando area for a while, and uh, did a lot of traveling for my old job at that time, mm. um, which was which was cool because I didn't really travel a lot at all. <laughs> Are you uh, still in that field now? No, that was actually uh, it. So, <laughs> I guess when I say it that way, it makes it seem. Like it was an awesome job. I uh, I <laughs> got to it, travel it, all over. It, and, it, yeah. I mean, it was great. Don't get me wrong. I, I like yeah. to travel and stuff. I was just I was working in the restaurant industry, and I don't know if okay. you ever worked uh, customer service at all. It <laughs> just yeah. A, so just you get a, enough you get of the <laughs> taste to get get the idea. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the traveling part was cool. The customer service part not makes as much. It not cool. Yeah. yeah. Well, um, so those uh, tuning in who, you know, don't know anything about you yet, how do you, um, what is Punk Cover Moose? What's that all about, would you say? From an outside pers- perspective, I, I kind of didn't realize this when I made up the name. Uh, it, From an outside perspective, it, it's not obvious at all. But to anyone who knows me, it is. So my, my name is actually Moose. Yeah, uh, that's your real name. Nickname. Uh, yeah. Nickname, but... Uh, oh, nickname. It, it nickname. might as, yeah, my <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I I've had that nickname since I was in like fifth grade. Like my parents call me that. My te- I have teachers that called me that. Hmm. Um, teachers that like didn't even really know my real name, which seems weird because they probably have it on a paper in front of them. Uh, but that's been my name for a long time. So punk cover moose. Now that you know my name is Moose, is probably a little more self-explanatory. Uh, I just do punk rock style covers and my name is moose <laughs> i guess yeah one thing i was kind of um i don't know what the taken aback by seems a little extreme but um your whole project is so specific so you're a one-man band you play all these different instruments and um as far as i know you're you're you have one goal and that's make an awesome pop punk cover of a popular song and that's yeah. Uh, how how yep. did you? Where did that originate? <laughs> where where'd that come from? So, I've done covers like that, specifically like of like the oldies genre, like sixties and seventies. I guess was what I consider to be oldies. Yeah, I see a um, lot of Motown seventies like classics. Yeah, sort of thing. yeah, yeah. Pretty much, yeah. Motown probably. Well, they're not all Motown, I guess. But this that era, I guess, like sixties, seventies. Yeah. Occasionally, like an eighties song, I'll throw in there, mm. but. Um, it's narrow, but at the same time, when you think about it, there's like probably a lot of musical territory to explore there. Um, it's just a very interesting choice of like a musical project. So where where did, did that where did that come from? 
I I had been in bands before where we kind of did that same thing. We would just do like a punk rock style cover of an oldie song and it was just fun. And I got to a point in my life basically where I was just, I was burnt out from everything I was doing and I needed a creative outlet mm. for myself. From like, the service industry? Uh, just from, well, at that point in time, I was actually, um, I was just, Pretty much at the very end, uh, I was recording bands full-time out of my studio. Oh, so you're doing uh, studio engineering? Yeah, I I stopped doing service industry stuff probably around, uh, it was 2012 actually, the year that I got married. It was a couple months before I got married, so it was kind of a stressful thing to decide to quit my job there. Yeah, uh, I probably should have waited a little bit, but I I just couldn't do it anymore, so... Um, but then, you know, fast forward to 2016, um, I was just like, I was getting burned out on my band, on recording other bands, producing just everything, all the side odd jobs that I do. I was just burned out. And I was like, I want to do something on my own. Mm. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to do a pop punk cover uh, entirely by myself. I don't want to do it with anyone else because mm-hmm. I just want to make my own decisions in this thing and um i'm gonna release one every single month for 12 months and then i'll call it a record after that and um yeah that's how it originated that's how it kept going and then everybody seemed to to like it so i and i liked it too so i i just kind of kept going with it yeah it definitely is this thing especially when you watch the numerous videos you have up on youtube and facebook and stuff um, like you're superimposing, you know, yourself playing three different parts. So it looks like you're a full band and that's like, it's the kind of thing you can look at it. You're like, Oh, I can tell this guy's having fun like this. <laughs> this oh, is thanks, what man. you'd be doing with or without a, a camera on you. Yeah. Sure. Thanks man. That's cool that you checked them out. Uh, thank you for that. So it's like pop punk, your, your first love in terms of your, uh, your musical upbringing. Uh, yeah, I'd say so. There's a lot of weird things around punk rock genre in general i i mean i kind of got into um in the 90s you know stuff like which a lot of people consider on the opposite end of the spectrum like rancid and mxpx but to me it's kind of even though it's like maybe melodic punk or pop punk or punk rock or just punk or whatever uh it's it's all kind of falls under punk rock to me so i would i i guess that that's probably my first love i mean i'm a huge fan of a a lot of different genres but when i write i definitely uh that's usually what comes out (laughs) it's what you gravitate towards yeah 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 one thing i was really wondering is so you've taken all these different songs by now and made them pop punk do you have any specific criteria of like the kind of song you'll choose or you're like as long as I like the song, I can make this work. Like, how does that process go for you? Yeah. Um, first and foremost, I mean, I, I, I got to be into the song. I mean, there's mm. nothing more of uh, what's the word I'm looking for. Like, there's nothing that makes something uh, not fun when it's something you don't want to do. <laughs> I mm. mean, doing anything... Even even stuff that you love doing, I mean, there's always these things that come along with it um, that you don't want to do. But 
I don't think you can ever really avoid that kind of stuff, you know. But um, I imagine you learn that big time uh, as you become a professional studio engineer, you know. Yeah, sort of thing starts as a a passion, but then all the other extra hassles that can come with it. Just I don't know from what yeah. I've seen working with with other studio engineers. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, you you have to find a balance, I think, with anything to make it to keep it enjoyable. You know, I, I think it, you know, the old saying of you have to love what you, you do to enjoy your job, to never mm. feel like you never worked a day in your life, all that stuff, yeah. like for sure. Um, but sometimes the extra baggage is just, it's not avoidable, <laughs> you know? Um, oh, I, we, I kind of keep going off. Um, no, <laughs> what, was, what was the original question again? You know what? I was just asking myself, that's <laughs> the same thing. <laughs> but, uh, so, I think we eventually, well, we started with, basically it has to be a song you like when you decide oh. to make a pop punk cover, but is there any kind of general criteria that goes beyond that? Yeah, that's right. Um, so, yeah, uh, first and foremost, I, I got to be into the song, um, which is pretty rare that I'm not, but um, a lot of times, dude, you like- You seem like I you just... have a pretty encyclopedic knowledge of all the, um, you know, the classic 60s, 70s. Um, I, I, I do musically (laughs) like in meaning, uh, a song can come on and I'll know the melody and, you know, different parts in the songs and stuff like that. Yeah. Your, your ears recognize it. My ears recognize it. Yeah. It's a perfect way to put it. As far as like, you know, if you ask me to name the band or the artist or the name of the song, (laughs) I don't know. That's If you ask me, uh, what the guitar sounds like i could probably tell you that it was uh recorded on a telly with a 57 or something nerdy like that but yeah see you go that far <laughs> with the uh the gear knowledge names is something Recording. i of anything i really struggle with yeah but um so you like will you just pick a song that just maybe you heard on the radio recently or whatever the modern day equivalent of a radio is and it's just kind of on your mind and you're like maybe kind of impulsively like, yeah, that one, I'll, I'll take that one next or, um, yeah. Do you keep um, a list or? Yeah. Um, pretty much all of the above. Uh, you kind of nailed it. I, my, so my, my car, uh, the aux input broke, so I can't do that thing <sighs> anymore. Uh, that sucks. and it, it happens, you know, whatever, but it, it's what's the, the great part about it is that it kind of forced me to listen to traditional radio and mm. I always gravitate towards oldie stuff and that's where I get a lot of my ideas and I just, like you said, I just write them down and I, I have a giant notepad on my phone full of songs and ideas and stuff like that. I'll probably never get to all of them, but... Um, it's good to yeah, have more there than you can necessarily handle all at once. Yeah. Um, have you ever started one, so you picked a song and then you start on and you're like, crap, this isn't going to work and you had to like scrap the whole thing? Oh, God. Yeah. So that, that does happen. <laughs> yeah. Any notable examples? Um, I could probably, not off the top of my head. I, yeah. I My computer's right here, though. You got them listed um, somewhere. I, I started some that, I mean, I always keep them because there's been mm. times where I'm just like. You could always come back to them. I, yeah, I yeah. might come back to it. And it has happened before, but. That's what I've learned with songwriting too for myself. Like, mm-hmm. you know, ideas I generate that I can't do anything with it. Put them somewhere because I could always incorporate them later. So yeah, definitely. The same goes um, with. 
actually a perfect example is I, I did a cover of a real big fish song, which is not an oldie. I didn't even do one of their older ones. It's off of their new album, actually, because um, I was just kind of like branching off just to see what else I could do um, for fun, you know. And uh, I originally I did not like it at all. And I was just trying to think of something to work on one day. And I pulled this up and I was like, why did I finish not finish working on this? I honestly don't remember why, but then I was I had tons of ideas and I finished mm. it. And um, Real Big Fish even reposted it. They're, wow. I don't know if you know who they are. They're Ska They're a Ska band, yeah. Yeah. Kind of yeah, yeah, um, okay. po- post-Sublime, right? More, more I modern think, or... I think so. Same... That's one of those things. Something that, around then, you know. yeah, like uh, <laughs> early two thousands till now, kind of party ska sort of sort of deal. Y- yeah, yeah, that's probably a good way to put it. I, I want to say they were around in the nineties, but I'm not sure. I feel like they were because I know that, like the Boss Tones were, and I kind of associate mm. them with the yeah, Boss yeah. Tones. They're in that. Um, which the which the Boss Tones? They're from Mass, right? Uh, I'm guessing Boston. <laughs> Maybe Thinking on their name now. Yeah. <laughs> That's no, another yeah, one that's of those things. A bell. Yeah. I thought Northeast has its fair share of scabians for sure. But um, so that will happen. You'll like, you'll start a song, and you'll know it doesn't necessarily mean you're going to finish it and put it out there. But you're always willing to um, like start trying the next project. Kind of yeah, take I, you where it's gonna. Yeah, I I've recently I used to take I don't want to say just I guess for the lack of a better word like I used to take my music very seriously to the point where I was being a perfectionist, Mm. which I don't think is always a bad thing. Um, I think it's cool to kind of like take a break from your stuff and then come back to it because you might think of something that you didn't have before you didn't think of before where you know it could maybe not make or break the song but it'll just give it that extra edge where you're just like man. Um, But I I just um, I kind of take the approach where it's just like you know what and it's happened several times after taking this approach. It's just like you never know what people are going to take to. And if you, you really can't wrote it, it. It's the weirdest thing. Yeah. I mean, you know, like I said before, like I, I got to be having fun to do it in the first place. But, you know, I, I originally wrote it or covered it in a particular way where I was digging it at that point in time. And maybe I wasn't later and I may never again. Um, but at some point I liked it. So, and it's here. So if it's ready to go, why not release it? You know, why not? I I have the same exact thought process with my stuff. Like if I decided that I definitely liked it and responded to it at some point, regardless of what my feelings are going to be about it afterwards, when I've heard it a thousand times and I'm mixing it or whatever, it's like, no, just remember that one time because I'm not going to, you know, ultimately I, I, not really satisfied completely with everything I put out as I'm putting it out eventually, but I've just kind of learned to ignore that feeling for the most part. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you kind of go through the similar thing. It's, it, it's almost like a, a, a shotgun approach. I feel like where you're just kind of like putting out as much as you can and just seeing what sticks. Like yeah. I, I, I feel like that's not the best way to describe it, but it also makes sense just because it's approximating it for sure. Yeah, I mean, I, I like creating and putting it out there. That's one of my favorite things about creating is is making things, whatever it is, whether it's a video or a song or whatever. Um, and then putting it out there is just, you know, if you have it, why wouldn't you put it out there? You know, because totally. it's something, I mean, it's, I've had stuff that it's just like, eh, 
the real big fish song for instance was i i wasn't feeling it and i you know and i was just like okay this is pretty cool and i put it out there and people really liked it it's you know since i've started posting videos again because i kind of took like a year off um people really took right. to it and real and big the fish original songwriters it. dug it which must be like the ultimate compliment yeah and they reposted it and it you know i mean it like it felt good that they saw it and not only saw it but you know reposted it and then it, it like kind of gave me a little boost too, like just getting my my stuff out there yeah you know so and i got to connect with a lot of more people that way too so so at this point how many covers have you released you oh say? man um i want to say i'm in the 20s somewhere i i i mean the first year i did one a month and that was still only been a few years yeah um well after that first year i kind of didn't do anything for a year which was a probably a mistake um i don't really know why completely i just i don't know i i just that's just something i do i guess but um that was 12, and then the first month I came back, February, uh, came back. I released like four that month, and uh, probably close to 20, I'd say. <laughs> wow, and you're still going strong. I Thanks, man. Imagine. Yeah. Um, I'm trying. <laughs> what, uh, so all this being said, what are you? which one are you proudest of so far that you think you knew? Um, I really like the Come and Get Your Love. I don't know if it's... Thanks, Part man. of that is like just that song really lends itself to being kind of revamped in that style. But I mean, obviously the execution is solid too. But Thanks, man. That was one of those ones where I was just like, after I kind of put it together, like it was almost completely done. I'm like, this is probably the cheesiest thing that I've ever done and I hate it. I guess I like and, cheesy. Um, <laughs> um, which, well, it's kind of funny. I, I, and I, I don't mean it that way um, towards you. I'm sorry. No, but I, um, I no, I, I get, I hear what you're saying too. It's very like, I just be like a was, goofy scene in a, in a comedy at the same time. It was like something I don't normally do. It's something that I, when other people would do it, I'd be like, this is awesome. And, and to be honest, it probably kind of fits in the pop punky kind of thing. But like, yeah, I was just like, man, I don't really like this. This is, I'm not feeling this, you know? And, um, then I released it and I think that has the most views on, on YouTube because I got lucky and it was, cause that was a song on guardians of the galaxy. Mm. And I think it kind of got caught up in the algorithm for a minute, which was great. So just another example of why you should, you know, just put your stuff out there. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, I, I really like that one. I like the Come On Eileen a lot. Again, like I'm not somebody who listens probably to a lot of the um, same bands you've listened to and been influenced by, but like sure. I know you got kind of a crossover thing going. Like if it's a song I'm familiar with and I hear it in this new way, it yeah, it just it's a very interesting new spin on something I'm familiar with. Thanks, man. Thank you. And you, so you play, when you say you do everything, you're doing vocals, harmony vocals, I'm assuming drums, bass, guitar, you're, the whole... Yeah. And everything right in your home studio. Of, yeah. Sometimes keyboard, percussion, um, you know, synth instruments and stuff like that. Not that I'm, I'm, I'm a singer. Like, I identify as being a vocalist. I mean, yeah. I can play guitar i can play bass guitar i can play drums 
I'm not a drummer. I'm not a guitar player. I'm not a bass player. You know, I but I do consider myself a singer, if anything. You know, which I still feel like I'm. You know, I got so much to learn. <laughs> oh, you know, doesn't everybody? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think if you get Probably. to a point with yeah with any instrument, um, if you're like, yeah, I got this now. You probably—I don't think you do, <laughs> or you've yeah. lost whatever. I, it's like the artist thing, you, you know. Need. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You feel like you feel one day you're just like, man, like I was in a studio, was nailing those takes. Like you're feeling like you're up here, and then the next day, someone's just like, you know, you see someone comment on one of your videos or something, and it's like, eh, the singer's kind of annoying, and then you're like, right down here, <laughs> deflated. <laughs> like, oh man, I suck. I should just um, quit. Yeah, but I mean, especially if you're getting a lot of attention online, I am hoping you've uh, developed skills to deal with the haters, the the nasty commenters and all that. What's your relationship to that whole, this following you've started to amass? Um, so I, I, I've, I'm definitely way better at it. My part of the, one of the biggest reasons why I did didn't do anything for about a year was I was I think because a couple of my videos did so well I started to catch a lot of hate mm. and it really really got to me especially um I did a, a kickstarter towards the end mm -hmm. uh to to release uh physicals and stuff um a lot of people were requesting physicals and I was like yes, okay so I might be able to do this yeah and because of that I I even kept I caught some hate from for doing that but um it just it i think it was something that i needed you know because it's it's a hurdle i'm sure you know yeah i'm sure you know like um not everybody's gonna like your stuff and that's cool yeah. and some people are just you know buttholes about it <laughs> so um there's people uh, yeah the nature of the web it's like there's people just looking for the next target to just like spew negativity at and you end up you flash up on their screen okay it's this guy now and <laughs> that's yeah probably i feel like that's how it works and i and you know i i feel like i catch a lot of flack too because punk is in my name so people oh, yeah. especially the punks they're just like this is not punk they're some of the like, crustiest <sighs> yeah i mean too, huh? not i i like that style of punk but yeah. there's so many different subgenres of punk rock that it's just like come on civil man. war is like, punk yeah <laughs> i'm just like uh whatever you know so and uh have you gotten to perform this stuff live much yet i, I know it's just you for the most part so i'm curious how you would how you translate it into uh, a live performance um well so my I, I'm, I'm in this weird state right now because I used to play a lot of shows. I used to tour a lot and with other bands. Um, and stuff. yeah. Um, I late like I haven't even played a show probably in almost a year, which is super strange to me because, I mean, ever since I started playing, I was playing shows all the time, and so to not get off subject again because yeah, i keep yeah. doing that to you i'm sorry no no, um, no problem. i my band played about a year ago and you know a, a lot of people don't really know my band that much but um in my area they kind of knew punk cover moose from the internet so mm -hmm. we threw some covers in there i guess just as like hey 
punk cover moose is playing with his band here you know and it was oh, okay. a cool show so yeah, it was yeah. just kind of one of the we kind of combined it we're just like i just asked the guys like hey can we throw some covers in here it'll be fun and you know it should be uh you know i'll split the merch money with you or whatever or just because you're helping me and you know it was cool it was fun yeah that's how that's how i did it i only did it once but i assume if i ever played a show again that's probably how i would do it yeah <laughs> so you um kind of have this band um in addition to this yeah to the punk cover moose still yeah oh, and what are you, what are you guys uh, called uh we're called life is short it, it's it's pretty <laughs> it's probably sounds funny it's it's right now it's just yeah. me i just have a lot of musician friends that like you know if someone called right, right they now come like on hey when they're available we, I, yeah yeah <laughs> I, I do i do similar things myself yeah it's, cool yeah it's the easiest so way to to do that it it kind of is really it, honestly like <laughs> it blows my mind how people can keep a band together or like a group of people can all identify as a band and keep that going consistent like i have no idea and it gets harder it gets harder as you get older too i don't yeah. know how old you are you you, you look like oh, you're yeah. probably in your early 20s but i'm going on 33 this year so it's i in my experience the older you get it's just like it gets way freaking harder that's like wait there's three other people i gotta split all this <laughs> yeah split and just organizing with, and stuff and, with yeah logistics and so i yeah i always uh, admire people who can do that and also people who you know figure out the whole uh solo thing like how to completely take on a project themselves and you're doing videos all the time too i mean largely like um, you know, video performances, home studio performances of uh, your covers, but you're doing like vlogs and what what other yeah. kind of content are you uh, putting um, up on there for people? That so as far as punk cover moose, that's pretty much it. I've gotten smarter and have been uh, batch making my content just so I can have some free time to do other things. I, I write. Um, I, I still occasionally record bands and stuff like that when I when I have the time because it is something I enjoy. Yeah. Um, it was just getting to be too much. Um, if you're doing it full time. But yeah, and just just for my sanity, <laughs> pretty much. It's a lot but, of hours I, sitting in front of Pro Tools, <laughs> clicking, dragging files around. From, from what I've seen. Dude, uh, I I kind of got stuck, and it's kind of my fault probably, but I, and this. You know, it was probably like a business side to things that I didn't really understand at the time. But I got stuck in this rut where it was just like everyone that I was working with, like, didn't want to pay or didn't want to pay a lot. And they needed me to put in all this extra time mm -hmm. to make them sound like they could play because they were just yeah. new, you know, and it's it's um I don't, you know, I, I hate saying it and it's, it's just something that, you know, I, I can't put my name on something, you know, that, yeah. so that's, no, I, that, I, I, get, I get what you're going towards. Yeah. It's, I, I would imagine every smaller scale or independent, um, home studio engineer has certainly gone through that experience as well. It's a, I got really it's good at editing though. <laughs> Yeah, bring out the melodine, bring out the uh the beat corrector or whatever they yeah. in there. Yeah. Um I got I got really good at it. <laughs> yeah. And pretty quick. Um and then I, I have some friends, we we write songs together and stuff, pretty much just for That's sync cool. licensing stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um 
I so you, so you're doing, it. you still have your original music going on in some capacity. Yeah. I, I'm just, uh, I'm assuming you're a, a songwriter as well. Yeah, that's, it's, yeah, it's, that's probably one of my biggest passions, to be honest. Mm. Uh, the punk cover thing is, is just, I feel like it's, I'm kind of, I mean, I, don't get me wrong, I enjoy it and I love it. I feel like just because of the way the internet works, <laughs> um, I'm, I'm hoping to kind of use it as a vehicle. To, yeah, yeah. To be able to write more go-to. songs and stuff. I, and I've really been itching to lately. So I'm just trying to stay focused on doing the covers and stuff just so I can, you know, when the time is right, I can just be like, oh, hey, by the way, uh, I'm in a band. Yeah. Here's our new album. Here's our new EP or whatever. Um, I would take it your original music is in a pretty similar style. I mean, you still gravitate towards the uh, the pop punk sound. I would think so. I think the 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 cover stuff is is usually either more kind of like pop rocky sometimes especially the earlier stuff so some of it's like very mid tempo mm. and or like skate punky maybe like especially yeah. the newer covers um my originals is probably more it's pop punk but i would say it leans more towards the emo side <laughs> maybe so like little, yellow little party kind yeah, of a little fast but little yeah yeah I, I like writing stuff that hits me in the feelers, you know. Visceral. <laughs> I'm, t- I'm thinking of the word visceral <laughs> as I hear that. <laughs> um, cool, man. Well, I think we're getting towards the end. Uh, is there anything you want to... Well, yeah, so how do people find your best stuff? Where, what do you want to put out there? Uh, YouTube, I have all my full versions of stuff on there. Uh, I mean, I'm on, you know, Facebook and Insta and stuff, but, um, there's time limits and stuff like that for my videos, but I pretty much kind of just direct everybody towards, towards YouTube since videos are kind of my main thing. I mean, I'm on Spotify and stuff too. Okay. Yeah. So you got Spotify, all the other streaming places, but so you, yeah, you, you're big into the, uh, the music videos. So that's, that's YouTube. Um, just look up punk cover moose. Yep. That's me. Yep, and um, your Facebook page is pretty cool. As Thanks, man. Visited there. That's Punk Cover Moose. Um, how do, are you uh, into Instagram? Yep. Yeah, I, I like Instagram a lot. Probably too much. It it, <laughs> it sucks up a lot of my time, but I like it. Punk Cover Moose on YouTube, Spotify, Facebook, all that great stuff. Josh, thanks again for coming on. It Thomas, was, uh, thanks for really having interesting me, man. To talk about this. This, yeah. was, this was a lot of fun. I appreciate it, and I appreciate you. And keep putting out good music, man. I checked out your stuff, too. It's good stuff. totally. Yeah, man. All right, so I'm back again. So that was uh, Josh Moose. Fun to reach out to him, chat for a while. I guess that'll be it for this particular episode, and hopefully um, we're going to keep having more and more guests as we go on. Might throw another song breakdown in there soon, too. Not sure yet. Uh, But anyway, thank you very much for listening. And uh, I'll cap this off with the uh, entirety of that Redbone cover, Come Get Your Love.
Come and get your love now. Come and get your love, come and get your love, come and get your love now. 